everybody. Welcome to Letterman Live, brought to you by our good friends at Roosters. It's a fun, casual join and a fun, casual conversation, and it's going to be an interesting one here in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, joined again by the national champion, Michael Bennett. The difference down there, all gas, no brakes, Anthony Schlegel, and the quarterback on the end. Uh, he's earned that co-host <laughs> moniker with me, I think, because he, he makes the schedule, Justin's way. Yeah. Uh, Look at that polo. Okay. That's amazing. I know. I feel I feel official today, actually. You're the... You're, you're not even repping any brand of your legs. What's what's going on here? Carhartt, man. Well, I, I didn't mean to rep it. Carhartt and mac and cheese bites. We'll, yeah. we'll, well, I mean, hey, listen, this is what happens when you only have one car and I'm driving my wife over to work and we got kids Zooming. My eight-year-old was on a Zoom today for four hours. Mm. How about that? No, thanks. And that's why I just look at the screen and all the other little kids are doing, like they're all up in their chair, like falling over and one kid's got a string making silly faces. I'm like... You're fine, bro. <laughs> you know, attack and dominate. All right, so it's been uh, an interesting week since the last time we were here. I'm trying to, you know, just even comprehend everything that I've had to uh, report, uh, write about, hear about, all of the developments uh, that's been going on with the Big Ten. When the president of the United States of America gets involved, that's when I felt like this thing has really uh, jumped the shark. But that right after we left here <laughs> on Monday... Uh, we had Letterman Resources telling us, hey, uh, the White House reached out to Kevin Warren for a conversation on Tuesday. I really wish that we were allowed to uh, reveal some more of that information, but that was a first-time experience for me where uh, people representing the president are saying, we'd, we'd appreciate if you'd hold off on this. We're not sure if Kevin Warren is, is going to pick up the phone or yeah, not. isn't that nuts? And that's the way this whole thing has been going. Of course, he did. He had that conversation, but there's just so much mistrust about what the Big Ten leadership is doing right now. I know that Schlegs has been uh, beating that like a drum for a long time, but they've, they're, they're still an effort to put together a plan for October 10th, another to get to get ready to play uh, by November around Thanksgiving, and January is still on the table. As of 1.13 on Tuesday afternoon when we filmed this, the presidents and chancellors and Kevin Warren have not had any sort of vote. I don't think that there will be a vote until they know for a fact that, they, that teams want to play on October 10th because they have no incentive to do that. And that's the weirdest part about this whole thing. We've asked for transparency. Football parents have asked for transparency. Players have asked for transparency. They've asked for a plan. And what have we got, Michael? Nothing. Crickets. <laughs> I mean, Crickets. at the very least, it, it is mind-blowing to me that they won't talk us through even a piece of this. Like, okay, you cancel the season. We've talked about it before. At least have us have a realistic second option that you want to commit to. And then they do that, and then they just keep changing the goalposts every time. Yeah. And on top of that, they're not gonna, they're not talking to us any type of way about, okay, this is the information we're working off of. This is the updated information. And so nobody knows what's going on. Nobody knows what decisions they're making, if they're even trying to continue to play this, mm -hmm. or even trying to play this season. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows what's going on. And the fact that they can comfortably sit there for four weeks or however long it's been and just let everybody stress is absurd to me. It's absolutely absurd. I still feel like I said it last week, they're holding out hope that nobody else plays. You know, I think they're holding out hope that something's going to happen where these teams down south, even though we've had games the last couple of weekends, mm -hmm. I think they're still holding out that we're still going to be right in this in somehow, some way. But the fact that you have the president reach out last week and you still – don't come out and say a, basically a single word about what what's going on, what they're thinking. You know, I read a 
headline where, well, you know, they're not going to be working over the holiday weekend. The pre- I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> you have, thrilled. you could be saving a football season and you don't care enough don't to care. come in on a Saturday or Sunday of a holiday weekend right. just because it's a holiday weekend. Give me a, it, it's, it's mind blowing. Um, you know, and you had November thrown out after Thanksgiving and then you think, President Trump gets involved. At least he's out there saying we need to be playing. We should be blah blah blah. Then people start saying, "Well, yeah, okay, maybe October 10th. And I feel like that's where all these dates start coming from because the Big Ten hasn't said a single thing, right? right? So it's it's a lot of just conjecture of what maybe they will do. And you just have people making their names off of stupid stuff they're putting online, and people follow it blindly. And it's just it don't, just makes don't get me started on this. Well, Daisy. yeah, I mean, it just makes the snowball just even bigger and worse. And you I know, mean, until the Big Ten comes out and says something, definitely, like we're all just guessing. But Schlegs, I, I, I made the mistake on Saturday of dealing it. with the boat. I had a few <laughs> drinks for the holiday weekend. Yeah. I made some tweets about it. I'm hey, on a boat. Hey, people want to have on hope. A boat. I get it. Like That was my question. Like, Are you in on a joke? Do you, is like, Why are you filling your time with this when it's not accurate information? But that's a whole other thing. Because they have nothing thing. else to do. But, so, you, you know, it, when I go look at this, the reason that we're throwing dates out there is because we're trying to use common sense to a situation of which the leaders of the conference have no common sense. Mm-hmm. And I, I had somebody share this with me. Let's look, look at all the all the people that are playing. You got the NFL, MLB, NHL, NBA, MLS, Euro Soccer Leagues, PGA, WTA, MMA, Boxing, NASCAR, ACC, AAC, SEC, Big 12, Conference USA, Sunbelt, Youth, AAU, in 38 states, not playing Big 12, Pac-12, and conferences that can't make money. Yep. Okay, so, I mean, and then again, you had the the government come out and say, listen, we bought $150 million. We bought everything that Abbott had. Let's just say, hypothetically, they have to use... One percent. That'd be one point five million tests. They had to buy five dollars a pop. That's why they got them. That's right? a very high estimate. Uh, I mean, it's a monster high estimate, yeah. right? I mean, I'm talking. It's more like point probably, 1%. yeah, probably point one percent of that entire stockpile. So it's not going to be affecting anybody in the country that can't have access to a test. But it's like here it is. So the government's waiting on how many do you need, hmm. right? But then you, you go into the protocols, which goes back to the very beginning of you cancel the season and then you have, but you canceled it without even a plan. Right. You just canceled it for the sake of canceling it. Right. Then you have all the other things that come out from this week and you have Jim Harbaugh, kudos to him of being with his players and really pushing the issue of which he's never even had a conversation with their president who then brings up the fact that they don't, they're not going to do it. And oh, by the way, we have the game, which is supposed to strike fear into Buckeye Nation that, oh, we can't play this game. Again, college football is bigger than a game, right? It's about the student-athlete. It's about the dudes that perform and the coaches that, that coach them. Like, that's what it's about. That's what everybody has lost sight in all of this. It's about giving them the same opportunity that anybody else has. If I'm a teacher, and again, you go look at it, they're requiring people in the state of Michigan to go work at the university because of their contract, but yet you can't have student athletes that want to go play play. Yep. It's absolutely ridiculous. And the fact that they have all these different committees, no whiteboards involved, and they can't come together to have a protocol of which all they got to do is pick up a phone and ask any of the people <laughs> yeah. that are playing, what do they do for you know best practices? Yep. And we come up with a protocol for us to go play. You can't get COVID in a COVID-free environment. And if you're going to test them every single day, 
it's absolutely asinine that they can't have a plan in place to go execute. Yeah, I don't think Schlegs that it was. I've always, I'm eating more mac and cheese. Bites. I've always tried on this show and in every reporting we've done about this to avoid speculating about the presidents because they're wildly unpredictable, and I don't know what's driving them. I certainly don't know uh, what that particular president in Michigan is thinking or where he would vote if there was one right now. But I don't think it was a coincidence that Jim Harbaugh appeared publicly and spoke to media and brought his players out to talk about this and acknowledged his lack of communication with the, his own administration. Okay, if you try to piece together the straw poll and see where this is, I think it's about split down the middle or eight to six in favor of teams playing on October 10th. If that one domino fell, that's that's all you need. Michigan State would also be playing. Uh, a team in New Jersey would have no – they can't pick a side. They're just going to go along with whatever. Um, you're done. You're ready to go play again. I think that's the one holdout. Let's just say hypothetically, though, because somebody asked me this to pass this along to you guys. If they approved a plan to play on October 10th and your rival just opted out, said, oh, we still can't do it, do you care? Nope. If you win a college football playoff and you don't get the rivalry game in gold pants, does that matter? Are you going to not play with them? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, especially if it's if it's Michigan opting out. That's you know I don't blame them. They haven't won in however many years. Like that guy got that guy was the president in 2014. They haven't won since he's been there. So he's no, like, what? Yeah, he probably doesn't care. <laughs> no, of course he doesn't care. Yeah, so they can go ahead and do what Michigan does, but we still want to play. And it would be amazing to still have the rivalry game. But I mean, to not have the season just because your rival doesn't want to have the season, I uh-uh. It makes you hate them even more <laughs> yeah. because they're soft. Are you like tough? you like playing rivals that are tough. Mm-hmm. Oh, you want to be soft like that? Okay, poof, David Copperfield, you're good. All I got to do is come out and say, we're going to have a vote. These are how your presidents voted. Yeah. And what president is going to say no when they know their fan base is going to say, whoa, show us why you voted. I mean, because yeah. most of these guys are getting paid by public taxes, correct? So, I mean, they, they kind of owe the, the fans or the people of their state, you know, an explanation. So, put the pressure on them. Say, hey, we're going to have a vote. We're going to we're gonna do it televised on the Big Ten Network. And we're going to see how this goes. I bet they all say yes. Charge them. Yeah, let's raise yeah. some money. Make some money. Yeah. Got a month behind. I think that's the biggest problem, though, Jay-Z, is that when we've talked about this, all of us, I've said it before on the show, you guys come from it from a player perspective. Schlegs is coached. I've been covering you know college football for uh, a long time now. We all come from the athletic side. And the academic, you know, for the most part, you know, Christina Johnson's got some athletic background, and she quickly uh, has gone around to see what everybody's doing at Ohio State and is supportive of playing this season. But, you know, they don't think about what the fans want. They don't think about, well – if they play in November, they couldn't play in the college football playoff. Those are thoughts that like don't in their, enter their mind. And so when we're talking about the need to have a vote and the need for transparency, I don't believe that they would want to put pressure publicly on the people they view as colleagues. Like, ooh, I, I would hate if I wasn't ready to do this. Like, that's why I think but that why? they well, – Hey, well, Why you, don't you they? Because ac- higher academia is all about complacency. That's why you have tenured professors that can, that can teach on 10-year-old crap. I, you want to get me started? Like, let's start talking about professors and stuff that just regurgitate the same crap that doesn't actually allow a kid to go get a job. Right? We just, t- I mean, again, they're going back to school. They take that money. Oh, you got to go, you got to live off campus now. We're going to be all virtual. Yeah. Well, if it's all virtual, then why am I paying all this stuff for tuition when I can just sit in my home and do my stuff? It's not about the college experience anymore. I mean, at the end of the day, the reason that you go to school and get a degree and a bachelor's is to go get a job, to say you're up with tools to go get employment. That's it. So they're already stealing money. But that's that whole system. So the problem is they should want friction. 
They should want people to have high accountability and push the envelope as to how you look at the overall 30,000-foot view of my campus. Because it's not just teachers. It's not just departments. It's everything, which also includes the athletic department and the amounts of money that it brings into your local economy. You should have all those things on the forefront of your mind when you make decisions like this. If you don't, you are a sad leader. Well, and I think to Jay-Z's point, the reason that having that transparency and a vote at some point, the reason that it's unlikely that 14 would say no or five would say no is because you're going to go back to that fan base, not just the fan base, but you're going to go fundraise on that. Uh, <laughs> boosters want that. Yeah. Uh, you're going to go back to your board and say, well, our athletic department is now running a $220 million deficit that we needed from this year. You're going to take that information? Like, you can't, I just don't understand how you publicly say no to that Wait. while also trying to say that you would be comfortable playing in January or at Thanksgiving. Just yeah. no part of it makes sense. I genuinely, I just truly believe that most of the presidents don't really value football as hmm. as big as it is like okay I, I really think they just see it as oh this is football if it doesn't happen this year so what <clears throat> it's better to just not risk anything than to work to make it safe when they don't take the full scope of what each program means mm-hmm. to the city that it's in to the players to the coaches to the fans to the students like it's just they just see it as football and i know that there are a lot in academia who don't fully appreciate how big of an impact football mm-hmm. has and I think we're seeing right now that they would rather just be like, well, there's a risk to playing football this year, so let's just not do that, and we'll go about the rest of our stuff. And then Schlage brought up a good point about how they're stealing people's money this year by like making people come back to mm-hmm. campus for a week and then saying, oh, nope, now it's going to be all online, <laughs> but we're not going to refund any type of the tuition. Like, I think people should genuinely be suing for that because that's... That's some bad stuff. Well, here's the other thing, too. It's the fact that no, I don't know if it's somebody that has to sell them on this, but what you just said, you break it back down. Let's take the guy from Michigan, right? Dr. Mark, okay? Not Dr. Squad, not Dr. Deadlift. Dr. Mark, he's over there. He doesn't do squat. He's not in the back of the room where the plates ride high on the back. the worst right? shin angle that yeah, I've ever awful, seen. Awful, <laughs> awful. Probably dehydrated. But here's the deal. Let's take this back. I think he went to Princeton or something like that. Then he did his, his master's and his doctorate in... <laughs> physiological chemistry or whatever and his residency at John Hopkins. But let's take this, like you doing your residency and everything that you were taught in facing live bullets and situations. And a lot of doctors go out there and do that. The reason you go get that is because you get training to go to the next phase of your life, which is being a practicing doctor, right? Or potentially then a professor. That is no different than what our student athletes are doing playing football. Mm -hmm. It is the exact same thing, just viewed from a different lens. And so what it is, truly, it's a lack of give a shit factor of expanding my vision to see how something like this could impact something that I personally don't care about. Because if I have nothing to lose or gain from it, then it then obviously it doesn't affect me, right? But it affects them. And they're also part of your university. Yeah. And that's where they're very, very short-sighted, in my honest opinion, Jay-Z. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. I, I just keep thinking about when we were in school. I can't remember her name. She wasn't here very long. She tried to take tailgating away. Do you remember the oh, uh, the yeah. president we had? She tried to come in and be hard on tailgating. Well, she didn't last long. Who'd they bring back? Gordon Gee. Because, well, yeah, Karen Holbrook. Bam. Because you start losing money, you start Poop losing. That's, I mean, when you were talking about the presidents and their votes, yeah. it's like if that came out, 
And we talked about how the new president of Ohio State, if she would have voted no and it would have came out, that's a bad way to start your first year as the president of Ohio State. So, you know, it, it's taken a lot less to get a president fired. As I, guess, I guess what I'm saying is why none of those presidents, I don't think, in their right mind would come out and say, no, I don't want to play. And then on the other hand, if they do, I also feel like this a lot of side, a lot of times on the academic side, you know, we sit and see, man, we bring in, a, you know, this football program brings in a ton of money for the university. Mm-hmm. Well, on the academic side, they don't necessarily, I, I don't feel like they feel that. And I have some family that, that were professors or this or that. And so I'm like, when was the last time 100,000 people came to watch so-and-so do something in the field, you know, on this side of what you do? Well, never. But we continue to pump money into, and I just feel like there's maybe a little bit of disconnect of we have some power over these athletes that maybe we weren't one or we never understood it. And we want to use that power, even though we don't really know how it affects them, or we don't even care how it affects them. We just want to use that power. And the problem is, I mean, all of these things that we're coming up with, all of this speculation could all be the thing. But we have to do this because they just won't sit down yeah, and say exactly, something. Yeah, and tell you what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. so now we get to, There's no we get to, imagine, we get to imagine the worst case yeah. of these people don't respect football. These mm-hmm. people don't value the programs. They don't really want to have football. Yeah. All, all of that is now on the table because they can't yeah. just sit down and have a and real say, conversation. And that's also why, like, you know, we've got this this question a number of times, especially with what you were alluding to earlier with the misinformation out there, maybe on social media. Jay Z is like, I I can't, I'm not going to make up the fact that a meeting is is scheduled if it's not, or that they've put together a, a definitive yeah, proposal do and plan. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I mean, that's I've never done that in my career, and I won't yeah. ever do that. But that's what they're doing. There's there's groups, the return to play task force. Mm-hmm. They're putting together multiple plans that requires a lot of thinking, uh, broadcast deals, testing. The White House is involved. How many do you need? Do you are you going to request something else? Do you need other mm-hmm. machines? Uh, do you need what the Pac-12 now has with daily testing? Like all of these things are what they're working on, and that is not something that could be done in 24 or 48 hours. And when it's done, it's done. And I've said it over and over. I'm thrilled to report when there's a positive development. But just because there's not one, yeah. I, I can't, can't come up with one. I'm not going to make one up. Uh, and I'm not going, I can't reveal what's all in their plan mm-hmm. if they're not talking about any of this stuff. You know, that Michael wants some more clarity and transparency. You know, they don't want to have a plan that started in Thanksgiving that is almost to the finish line and people, you know, jump and say, well, bump that. We don't want that. That sucks. You're not going to be in the college football playoff. You have to have all the plans done before any of these people can vote on it or agree to implement it. And that just sucks, but that's the situation. And here's the crazy part about that. They've already had six months. Well, that's what I was just going to say. I I feel like they had that in place, and then they put out a schedule, and then two days later they said, nope, we're canceling it all. Well, here's the thing, though. I don't even think they had protocols and stuff at that time. They were having best practices individually by the university because they all look different. Right. They got on a conference call with the ADs and the head coaches like, what are you doing? How are you even supposed to practice? Right. So there was no continuity between from the leadership of the Big Ten communicated clearly and concisely to every 14 you know, schools that represent the Big Ten as to best practices. Yep. They didn't have that. And so the, 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 the sad part of what we're seeing is the inability to come to a conclusion based on the protocols means – they were never there to to begin with. So they've had to literally make these up on the fly as they've gone when they had all this time doing so, which always makes me have this notion that from the jump, 
They never wanted it to begin with in the first place. Yep. Right? Because if you did, you'd have been say, okay, here's what's changed over time. Here are the protocols that we all agreed upon. All right, now we have this rapid testing. Here's how it's going to look in, with implemented. Oh, every individual school. Tell me about your logistics. Mm. How do guys come into the building? Where do guys go to the training room? What does the locker room situation look like? All right, now we know that you can have that. You can do this. This is still off limits. And then you can just plug and play. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it expedites the process if you already work. Remember, Coach uh, Meyer always worked the game. Yep. If you worked the game from the jump because you wanted to play and exhausted all options, you'd be able to go like this. But the reason we don't have that is because they never had them in the first place. And I still go back to August 10th or October 10th. Why? Because you can play an eight-game season with a with an off week before you do the Big Ten Championship game. If you wanted to squeeze in 10 games in there, you could go all the way through, then play the big... But that really goes back to how many games are necessary to be able to be qualified, have a, a big enough summation of your body of work to go play in the college football playoff versus teams that have played 10. Because obviously, if they play 10 with a championship game and you play eight with one, you're down two. Is that still acceptable? Right? So they get that, that's part of it. And the beauty is they've already been practicing since August 31st. Right? They were in helmets. They were in shells. They've been working. It's not like they're coming in here not like just off the street. They've already been working. So even this week, let's say it goes all the way till Saturday, and we don't know. You still got the week of the 14th, the 21st, and the 28th, and then another game week, and then game week. Yep. So you still have three weeks of camp and a game week to get your mind right for who you're playing That's first. Plenty. Yeah. That's plenty. I, it's still – I go back to – I mean, once it started hitting in March and things started getting serious – you would think that's when the transparency should have started Mm -hmm. because I completely understand them not having a plan in March because we were still trying to understand the severity of the coronavirus and how it's going to affect athletics and all this kind of stuff. But you should have at least said, hey, you know, worst case scenario, we'll have to cancel the season, Mm -hmm. but we're going to update you as we go along. As more information comes out, we're going to come up with different plans. But that's what, I mean, Schlegel's been saying is Mm -hmm. it just feels like from the jump they had – once coronavirus came out in March, they said, oh, we're not going to have a football season. Mm-hmm. And then they just waited and waited until it seemed like that was socially acceptable. And they said, sorry, no season. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand how you can undervalue your football programs to the extent where that becomes the first case the first case scenario is just to cut it off, cancel it, and not tell anybody. Well, you're about not it. even undervaluing your football program. You're undervaluing every program that your school has because the football program pays for a lot of that. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying we don't care about any of these athletes that are on campus. The entire athletic department. Yes, the entire athletic department. You know, I mean that that's what they're telling these student athletes basically, and it's it's it is mind blowing. And uh, you know, if they had a plan. And they had reasons why they were doing things. As soon as the Nebraska parents came out and said, hey, we're suing you, show us. Here you go. Yeah, should have been that hard. This is what we did. This is what we're looking to change. This is what we're going into to see if we can make it better. But here's our list of things, and this is why we made that, which goes to show they did not have, they didn't you know, have like Schlegel was saying, they wasted all that time. And granted, early on, you didn't know. Nobody knew how bad it was going to be, how it was transmitted, this, that, and the other. We have a lot of information out there now. All they need to do is bullet point it. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. These are our reasons. This is what we're changing. And this is why, you know, we're trying to have a season at this date if right. we can get all this done. The TV contracts for the Big Ten bring in $50 million a year per school. That'd be like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of an example. Let's think of Worthington Industries up here in Columbus, Ohio. They're a multi-billion dollar 
company. That'd be like saying they're they're cylinders. They make cylinders, okay? Propane, whatever. That let's say that generates, you know, I don't know, a quarter of everything that they have revenue wise. Well, we're good. Are you really? You think your your shareholders are going to be juiced out of your mind that you completely just took away twenty five percent of your revenue? I mean, that, that's, that's what that's, that, that, that's what we're <laughs> talking. Just so everybody knows, that's what it's we're talking day. about. That would never go down in business. But it also goes back to: Are they essential workers because of what they bring in? Right. Which they are, and which why they should get paid. And the fact that we haven't even nobody during this entire process has even talked about. Image and likeness, like get a jump on that. Like honestly, what do they do during the pandemic? You are literally at home. We all worked from home during it, right? The thing was, it was difficult because your kids are jumping all over the place, bored out of their mind. People don't know how to zoom. Now we're getting a little bit of a routine, but still, kids are still at home zooming. The kid was on a daggum zoom today. He's eight years old, four hours. What? Right? But well, we're still made, trying to work. Schlegs, they made a big deal of saying all summer long, hey, uh, the conference commissioners, they're all on Zoom. The presidents are talking to each other. The coaches have it. We're doing it. You know, commissioners across different leagues, they're Zooming every day. We're working mm-hmm. so hard. Really? What did you accomplish? There's no proof of that anywhere. You can wish in one hand and crap in the other and see which one fills up faster. Odell taught me that. Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Put some put hey, some in the We're going to take a quick break. Right. It's hard to segue from that, uh, uh, but we'll be right back right, on Letterman I'm Live. Brought to you by Roosters. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back to Letterman Live, brought to you by Roosters. Michael's getting some some hands on that buffalo chicken pizza this week. Don't stop. <laughs> that's That's for you. <laughs> You're hungry. It's fighting me. Schlegs has got mac and cheese bites. He's going to uh, get no. into a competition I with mac and cheese bites. You th- what, are you, what are the odds? What's Jay-Z, you'd s- who do you have in a mac and cheese bite? I was just going to ask Schlegs like, how many he thought he could put down in one. one you know, here's the deal, though, man. Like, I mean, you put about, what, 12 to 20 down every I time you come I think there's eight in? per basket. Is that what it is? Eight per basket? Yeah, so normally I'm about 16. All right, let's just say, let's just say 14. Because you know you had one. That's and you with that's one. with that. But that's yeah, an average. That. Like if you're going max out day, you're going maxing out. I'm maxing out. Max I, out day. I need a back slap. <laughs> I need kid <laughs> rock, right? And I need mac and I need. I bet I could do four. Now, will I be sick afterward? Yeah, four probably. Baskets. But here's the other thing. What's Berm too? saying? He can. Berm, do. Berm just threw down the gauntlet. Right? He was on. He was on ninety-seven point one. The fan. I know. Oh, he said that he could he could out eat mac and cheese bite. He said that Schlegs has got this reputation. So bad. That, does yeah, that help probably, you more? Yes, 100% it does, man. When you're, when all, you those got, fa- when you all those uh, you hot dog eating contest guys have six packs I, and they're little guys. I thought Joey Chestnut was shredded. Yeah, yeah, but he's one out of like 10. <laughs> he's, the world, he's the world's like best. Yeah. He is the world's best. I'm not giving excuses. Here's the deal. <laughs> I just don't want to feel awful, throw up in my mouth because I, I am. So I love mac and cheese bites so much. You might I ruin it. You it, might ruin it, it for you. It would ruin it for yeah, me, and right. I don't want that to happen. I did that with what a Chick Fil A sandwich one time. I put down three. We tried to oh. go five, but wow. I just couldn't go back for a while just to see if we could do it. Yeah, well, that's a that's an interesting challenge. Yeah, uh, we eat chicken that's for why. roosters, but that's well, yeah, you know. So I'm just saying, I started doing this show. <laughs> I started doing the show, and that's why I never Here's went back. Here's the other thing too. Like <laughs> I also I also know like 
Yeah, I'm not going to eat. But let's say the Roosters sandwich. Foundation steps in here. No, it's not for doing charity. It. No. So Cruise mac and for kids. So how about this? How about for every mac and cheese bite he does, I have to deadlift. You know, we could say a, a number of pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, equal to the amount that he could do okay. for reps, and then we'll we'll raise that. All right, we'll work right? out. The you details. know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm like so excited for this. Something to that effect, because I mean, at the end of the day, I don't want to look like him. And then you got Tim Hall. <laughs> one I don't one competition like, isn't going to oh, no, no, it's not going to change your temple. No, yeah. man. All you got to no. do is go back Jay-Z, to the I'm, chef. I see had three sandwiches from a competitor. Yeah, and look at me. I don't want to say it. I'm starting to feel it. I'm starting to feel it on the sides. In great shape. You know, my love handles are the place where my fat goes, and I just don't like looking at it. I got some of those. I think we can tell if we went back to see when this partnership started what I looked like yeah. until a year of roosters <laughs> this is what you could achieve right yeah, look at that man body is sexy yeah, body by roosters I need this and, and I've enjoyed every part of it now yeah. do I need to you can order a salad like me and then eat everything around the salad what? that's an option too. yes they did ask if you wanted to take that salad home last week they're like oh, I didn't no, have a fork no, you can leave it here but I ate everything else uh, alright this is this is good. All right, now I feel like we're actually ready now to talk we're about getting, Now we're getting somewhere. Something that's, that's got the last bet going. So we got Cam much, Hayward. Cam Hayward just texted yeah. me. Is he ready? He's, he's getting bumpy. No, well, he, he, he got bumpy yesterday. Well, he has, <laughs> His yeah, bank he got, account got bumpy. He got bumpy. paid 75 yeah. million. And here's the thing, though. Here's the beauty, too. Like, I never played with Cam. Cam was after me. He was right before you, right? Um, just a, a great dude, man, that, that embodies everything that's Pittsburgh. He loves to give back. Um, and that's what that that's what's so cool about Ohio State. I mean, today, I mean, they literally had fifty two guys make an NFL roster. Well, and talking about Cam Hayward's contract, just look at this summer for the Buckeyes. Mm-hmm. You know, Taylor Decker last week signed uh, the deal for Joey Bosa. Boom. A bunch of bunch of Michael Bennett's yeah. teammates get Zeke, Mike Thomas. These deals are just there. You know, Marshawn Lattimore's going to get Norwell was one of the biggest uh, paid when it's he got his deal. Right? Absolutely insane! It's an incredible recruiting pitch for Mark Pantone and those guys down the street, but it's also uh, a testament to what you guys are ready when you leave. I mean, mm-hmm. they're not just handing out $100 million to mm-hmm. anybody off the street. We know that. They're not just handing it out to anybody coming oh, out. Oh, okay. Thank you. I'll have one. Yeah, I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. But it's insane the amount of money that they're making right now. Just every new deal that comes up, you're seeing these Buckeyes are getting paid. It's crazy. Yeah, sorry. See, more so the guys that came after me. Like, there were plenty of successful Buckeyes before me. Mm-hmm. But the guys that came after me seem to be on a different level. Like, I know after my year – I think since then we've had consistently 12 guys, 10 to 12 guys <laughs> drafted every year. And then it's one thing to get drafted. It's a whole other thing to be successful in the NFL. And that's and successful to me counts as if you got a second cron- contract mm, yeah, of second $2 million dollars each year, yeah. that is successful yeah, in the for NFL. Sure. And to have this many guys getting contracts of, of over $10 million a year, like you said, I mean, you, you can't fake that. You, you can't you know, lie your way to that. If if you don't produce in the NFL, you don't get paid. Right. Yeah, and that's a, I mean, a testament to Mark Pantone. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's always talked about culture over talent, but then when you have high character guys that are genetically freaks, yeah. right, and then you develop them with that kind of coaching staff, mm-hmm. and they have a routine, and they go to the NFL, and they have the right fit because people want them, they understand where they fit in their system, and they play for a long time, like, that's a recipe for success. Mm-hmm. Well, you've got to this this spot now for Ohio State where it's not like I, I know people like to argue about the DBU mm-hmm. or wide receiver or whatever. When you build that roster for Ohio State guys, they are at every single position. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was just you, gonna say you yeah. can build a team 
out of just Ohio State guys. Yeah, I mean, I saw one that didn't even have an Ohio State running back on the list of running backs. And it's like, whoa, what? We got one of the best ones in the league. Yeah. But you just could do that. about Zeke. They leave, they leave all the Ohio State guys off, but you go and you do that from the league, there's going to be an Ohio State player on the top ten, I mean, at least money-wise, which yeah. means mm-hmm. they're the best players in that their I mean, position, right? I mean, like right now I can, I can automatically go through, like, even O-line, like Corey Lindsley, Taylor Decker, Pat Elfline, Andrew Norwell. Um, I need another tackle. Who else is playing tackle? Did you? Who did well, you, you say? I mean, like, yeah, I mean, yeah but there, there's a bunch of dudes. That, there's your offensive line. They're all starting and getting paid. Yeah. I think there were some younger tackles that came out. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but anyways, Jamarco, that Jamarco, Jamarco, yeah, 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 yeah. but I mean, like, that's the thing: running back, wide receiver, Gosh. quarterback. I mean, defensive line. What? And you got you depth know? at every position. Yeah, yeah. DB. Yeah, starting eleven. That used to always be the argument: is that you didn't have that at quarterback for Ohio State. Well, that's fixed now. Dwayne Haskins is starting quarterback for the for the Washington Fields will be Justin Fields will be the next one. You know, and then so on and so forth. So now you've actually got a depth chart there lining up. Yeah, it's pretty wild. That's. I'm glad you throw that out there, Shalik. Yeah, you I mean, just got NFL rich NFL guys texting you during the show. I know, what a well, baller! Well, he wants about. he wants two striking machines for the Steelers with the arm attachments and stuff. Yeah, there you Get go. Get that work in. And he, and he wanted to raise some money for mac and cheese bites. So no, he doesn't. Um, he, he thinks like I do. Let He's me, just a good dude. What's up? Uh, What's up? What do you want to talk about? Now? How much football did you guys watch this weekend? The, I said it last week. The frustration with that bizarre uh, Central Arkansas game or, or exciting Central How Arkansas. How was it bizarre? Game. Uh, I didn't watch it. It was just a lo- very low-quality game. Okay. And it was bizarre that I was watching an FCS game on that week mm-hmm. zero. Yeah. Right on. I'm not trying. That was nothing against the quality of competition. I shouldn't have said it that way. But anyway, we're into it now. How much did you guys watch? I watched BYU Navy last night. I watched, BYU. I watched about a quarter of that last night. And, I watched like two and a half. And then I found out that Navy didn't tackle since well, last year. <laughs> yeah, well, well, the coach well, came out and basically said so after. Well, we haven't been hitting. Like, what? <laughs> why, why? Because they said they didn't want to contact COVID, Shoot. which is absolutely. Yeah. That uh, makes a lot of sense, I, I would think. But uh, yeah, it, it was kind of rough go last night there watching that. But it was, uh, you know. Well, how, does it, how does it make you feel to know that it's happening? We're watching the Power Five leagues. ACC is going to start this week. Like, I mean, those are recognizable programs. BYU all, and Navy. That's let's a, go. That's a real game. Yeah, that's a real disbelief. Game. That that there's all these other people playing, and we're not going to. Right, and I was, you know, I was thankful to be able to watch football. I would never have watched a BYU Navy game. Mm, exactly, <laughs> never. But watching it, you know, I could actually watch some D line play. I could watch how, you mm. know, they're playing. They how the team decides to approach Navy's scheme and all this kind of stuff, and it had some excitement to it that never would have brought it. But then at the same time, if Navy and BYU can play, yeah. gosh darn it, Ohio <laughs> State needs to suit up, and that's just going to keep happening until they can play. But I mean. Especially as some of these bigger programs start playing, it's just going to make me sick to watch. But I'm still going to watch because I need my fix. Well, it just goes back to show the common sense rule, right? So you got BYU and Independent go play an AAC, AAC team in Navy, mm-hmm. but yet Utah and Utah State they're not playing. Just like Pittsburgh's playing, but Penn State can't play. Crazy talk. What are we doing? Yeah. So again, did I watch it? No, not at all. Any game? No, no, not at all. Is that the Do you guys one? talk sports on your on your sports talk radio? <laughs> well, he was watching the crew on Sunday night. I love the crew. Oh, is that? Yeah, right. Don't you lie to me. I was watching. Don't you lie to me like that. I was watching him on the pitch. Oh gosh, I was sure, noticing how good that he printed out listen. a sheet of soccer terms. But here's the, the deal, pitch though. equals field. Where they, they, you know, Beamer asked anyways. me that question. I'm like, you know, no, I might have honestly caught a series and I looked at the score. Yeah, yeah. Because here's the deal. Here's the other thing. It's so beautiful. In Columbus, Ohio, this last weekend, oh, the last thing I want to do is be, be inside, inside watching watching that type of football. Now, if it was Ohio State, I would have DVR'd it yeah. and watched it later. 
But no, and I mean, I like watching baseball. So yeah, I'll, I'll catch on the tribe. Some of the NBA games, if they're good, like and compelling, I'll go watch a little bit of that. I'm not going to sit there and spend my time. Like this is what happens when you get older, man. It's opportunity cost. Like I want to spend time with my wife, my kids, watch a little sports. What do I want to consume? I want to consume the stuff that I like. And if it's not that, I'm going to go do something else, man. I was hanging tree stands and stuff. Yeah. Just hoping I don't get poison ivy. I got like a little itch because when you, you know, you're in the weeds and you're in poison ivy, like when you unzip your deal because you got to pee, right? You can't yeah, touch your junk. Yeah. With your deal, yeah, you which is tough, and it's just fly, flopping out there. And I, you know, I got a little You're in rare piece form today. right there on the yeah, inside of my right, thigh. Right there. I don't know. We don't need to see it. Yeah, no, there. thanks. Just, we've got, we've got to maintain some standards and practice. Okay, okay. Here, but, okay. Uh, uh, I think it's important, though. I've always found when I'm out in the woods, Schlegs, that it, you got to stay hydrated and you got to keep oh, moving. Super and if you bend your knees. That's actually bad. You want you don't want to you want to stay elevated. No, you want to stay I'm above, tell you, above I, the I, poison I, ivy. I'm gonna tell you something that's real talk. You you want to work out? I, this log, I'm kid you not, is was enormous. It was probably this big around, and it had like three parts to it, and a tree fell into the crack of this one because it kind of split three different directions. Well, the weight of that over the last month had that one fall and it was directly in the road of the trail that I made with a bulldozer. So I had to go out there with a chainsaw and cut this thing. But again, it's elevated because it's going uphill. So what happens when you cut it, it pinches down, yep. it goes down this way. So then you got to V it, you got to V it and then cut it from the bottom. And then you got to get there, you know, praise God. I have my buddy there, Ben. I'm like, okay, you ready to do this? And like, okay. And then just like the Egyptians though, yeah, I stuck some logs under there, uh -huh. so when it did fall, it fell on logs, so I could roll it out of the way. Well, you know, boom, you know, right there. Two and a half hours it took me to do that. You know what they say at Rutgers? With the chainsaw. Keep chopping. Keep chopping. Keep chopping. Is that what they say? <clears throat> They're the Golden Knights. Why would they keep go stabbing? The boat. I don't know. Greg Schiano's back there. He he loves to chop, and it makes no he sense. He likes to chop it up. Hey, like what they mouth. like, what they like about having Rutgers in the league is that none of it makes any sense. Yeah, <laughs> so nobody cares. They really it just is, what is, dig into it. Isn't it the State University <laughs> of, New of New Jersey? Yeah, that's so garbage. The State University of New Jersey. I've got a. I've, if you like real talk, I've got uh, a guy who used to help us at the site, Ryan Ginn. Uh, he covered Ohio State for a long is time. Is he related to hey, Teddy? No. Okay. Uh, but he likes to pretend that he was. He likes to say, what if they just called them New Jersey State or the University yeah. of New Jersey? Yeah. Like, wouldn't they be respectable? Wouldn't maybe somebody want to go there? Like, Rutgers. Nobody the knows. State University. It sounds like they're going to prison. Like, I'm going to New Jersey State. <laughs> right? Like, I'm actually. That makes you sound like <laughs> you're getting recruited the to go play State University of New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah. Like Ohio Rutgers State. except Rutgers. <laughs> New Jersey. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just thought it was real. It's just exudes I think they're just going to have a tough time getting anybody to go there. Well, that's why people go there, right? They live in Jersey. It's like, okay, number one class they offer is tax evasion. <laughs> Poof, David. Well, I feel like Let's yeah, go. Records was good back when the Sopranos was on, right? And then it kind of yeah, went, well, they went were downhill in, after that. <laughs> they were in a different league. I don't have much to say about New Jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've never been, been in there. there. I've never no, been there. I've, I've, I've been through their tour roads. Let's go take a trip to New Jersey. Yeah, there's nothing that's really pushed me in that direction. I don't think anything will. Yeah, probably not. Me neither. I would mm -hmm. never want to go there. I've had to go oh, there twice. Wow. Look at that. Thank I, I'm you. trying to think what what the combined score of my last two visits there it was something like 130 to 14 or something. But you know, go Bucks. Really so elevated elevated. Oh, that was What's good. another question, man? Let's go. This is great podcast. <laughs> Who else are we talking about? What? Uh, I got a question. Now we go. Co-host. What? Over here. Uh, Co-host. Bait. Well, po yeah, I don't think guys. these guys are going to know, but what, Polo oh, Boys. I've been reading about what they're able to do Talk during to practice. Yeah. You do 12 hours or whatever, right? There's no seven on seven. There's no 11 on 11. What are they doing? 
Have you? Is it, right have, now? have they had yes. any media in there to actually see what a practice looks like? No, but here's what I can tell you, Jay Z. They have uh, the 12 hour work week that was approved. My understanding is that they're they're going through two of those that Schlegs described: the helmets and spider pads. Yeah. two of those a week. Uh, hour and a half to two hours. So just say like two. 20, so that's four. And, and then they're, they're allowed to do so that's, 12, that's, that's eight on, hours. That's uh, on field. Work. On field with coaches, which you're not generally, you know, it's basically the late summer yeah. drill yeah. work. Yeah, yeah. The drill work. They cannot do seven on seven. They can't do uh, 11 on 11 any scrimmage situation. So it's, you know, you can get around. So you're that. doing a lot on air, basically. Yeah. Well, they do so a lot of air or they do a So you can do an 11 on zero, but you just can't go 11 on yeah. 11. So why not start with that? Do it for a week retest people, see how that happened, and then allow a little bit more context. Because that would make too much sense. Oh, 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 calm down. Whoa. How is anything? You can't make, common, any, you can't make sense here. Sense yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I apologize. Yeah. I mean, we don't common talk about sense common sense free zone here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, that's amazing. <laughs> you blew you our had mind. no COVID, no COVID in But once again, it just goes months. to we're yeah. just trying to appease people rather than actually yeah. solve the problem. Yep, you're right. It's garbage. So anyways, they are, yeah. And then you can have, you know. All right, so that's four hours. You got eight more hours. The two to three weightlifting conditioning sessions all right okay. so, so let's say those add an hour because that's how they're going to do it and then so is that seven because these are countable activities that you can have 12 so well, you're doing what three you're doing three workouts three weeks, and you have three weeks so you got seven and then team meetings and you know pos- positional meetings uh team that's five meetings. so that's that's the 12 right that's 12 all right sure yeah that's how you it's get never it. discretionary to be elite remember that mike you always said that <laughs> well this is now back they Ohio State you last discre- week, <laughs> what? they did have the discretionary period. Not everybody was back the week before. So yeah. there were two weeks where they could have made it mandatory. Okay. Last week and the week before, they did not do that. Ryan Day uh, chose to let them, until classes started, did not have to be there. I believe that roughly half the team was still here. Uh, it's more like 90 98%. 95%. 95%. <laughs> just so everybody knows, it, again, where are they going? And if, and if you look at the team, I guarantee you, the scholarship guys were here because they have apartments and there's yeah. nowhere else for them to go. And when has ever discretionary meant yeah. not <laughs> mandatory? Yeah. That's, a diff- that's a different school. But anyways, <laughs> they're back to requiring that now. So they are yeah. getting ready. Yeah. But everybody was there last last week. I was told 100% of the roster was there. Uh, the week before was not, not 100%, but last week it was. <clears throat> they're ready to go. People saw Justin Fields at a different scrimmage somewhere else the week before. That was also something that was made out of nothing. Yeah, who made something out of that? Yeah. And Mr. Day is... Sister goes there. Didn't didn't read it at LettermanRoad.com, so it didn't happen. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I didn't. Even know I, that. I will tell you this, man. Like I try to go, you know, and educate myself when I don't know something. And hey, people out there, listen. If you want to get your information and consume it by people that don't know what you're talking about, but then pawn that off as fact, like that's on you because it's still not fact, right? So kudos to Letterman Row for bringing that's out. Right. Bringing out the real stuff. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. That seems like a good place to yeah. end where I can tap myself on the back. <laughs> good. And, good. I can't, <laughs> I can't do any can better you, than that. Can you? Yeah. Well, I mean. I can't. I mean, right. my transfer is Oh, you're just so big. You got to get into yeah. some yoga. I, not, no, man, really I don't have the time. Next level. I don't have time. Oh, you could do some yoga. No. Just some, I, I used to do pick up yoga all You got to give up one of your bumpy days. No, I don't want to do that. Because it requires time. He won't even give up one to eat some mac and cheese by the chair. Listen, at the end of the day, my shop, if it's not. Steph must outside. just run a strict house at home. My shop is so hot. I sweat because I wear jeans. It's 90 degrees outside. That's a personal problem. I just like yeah. sweating. Don't so I sweat that way. You're the owner. You can change your dress well, no, code if you want to. Turn on the AC, man. No, man. More. They made me buy this sign for Workman's Comp for like $12.99 laminated or crap that I got post up there for working conditions. That's all I'm for the only cat that works there. Along with my in. kids that I pay 10 bucks an hour and I don't give it to them. I'm just like, yeah, you. how much is that? $49.99. Well, you owe me 5 bucks for tax. Yep. Call to life. 
Oh, swipe listen. the card. Oh, yes. Life lesson. Life Hello? Lesson. Hello, it's the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> <Hey, hey, hey. laughs> we were just watching. Daddy's got to ship some product. Let's go. <laughs> Who wants to make some money? Uh, I'll, I'll buy some boy. fishing gear for it. All right. I, I told yeah. you we were getting back. You should have said stop before. But <laughs> I, I knew we were getting back to a fun I love it. It's you can it tell is. that there's some positive momentum back uh, for football because we're having a lot more fun That's than right. we've had in a long time. General Bob's out there fighting hard. Yeah, you need to get him in here next week so he can get the spiel. Justin Zwick, Anthony Schlegel, Michael Bennett. I am just Austin Ward. This has been Letterman Live brought to you by Roosters. Be back next week, and hopefully there will be a lot more good news. We'll see you then.